good evening wherever you are in the world and welcome to our podcast series. My name is Jean-Marie Ayers. I'm Dr. Kiri Skirdla. I'm Catalina Bonds. I'm Amy Sullivan-Ryan. It's so good to remember who we actually are, isn't it? (laughs) Every time we come on this podcast series, who the heck am I? Wait a minute. And then this is where we talk about everything. And absolutely nothing. (laughs) Oh, that's great. I am really impressed. This is a different time for us. We normally are on Saturdays. We will continue to be live on Saturdays or at least putting on recording on Saturdays, East Coast at noon. But I'm really impressed. We're here this evening in Arizona. We are at the same place and some of us are flying out to Utah. Sorry, Amy, you won't be joining us, but that's okay. You won't be missing any. Bummer for us. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But we will be borrowing her jewelry, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so she will be with us. I'll be but, there, like, kind of, in spirit. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. But anyway, really, I just thank the listeners for being with us. And here we are, any time and place you are on this planet. But the question is today, and at some point, we are really inviting people to throw some questions out to our Facebook page. And I got to tell you, the thing that came to mind today is what's the point? I don't know what's the real question, but what's the point? Like really getting reconnected to why we do what we do. And here we are. So I'm just throwing it out there and we can muck around. And then at 30 minutes, I will cut you off and we'll be together next week. So there's the question for right now. What's the point? Wow. Thank you, Catalina. It's funny because I actually wrote the question down, but I spelled it like ballet, like point. And then I'm like looking at it going, is that right? (laughs) And I'm like, does it matter? What's the point? What's the point? Oh, that's one way to definitely what that's one way to look at the question is what's the point? But even for our listeners, what's the point? Why would you be here? What are you doing? Sometimes I'm thinking like, I used to like doing something and then I've Mm -hmm. forgotten why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then it turns out that it becomes a should, like I should now be doing something. And I forget that actually I originally started having fun. And how many of us did something when we were younger and then we lost interest, but then we felt like we continued to have to do something. Like a relationship. Oh, uh, I was thinking marriage. Thank you for going there first. <laughs> Not the current one, but yeah. How many of us have stayed in a relationship going, why? What's the point of being here? We're doing yeah. the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And like Jean-Marie said about it was when we thought we were happy making that. Right. Like trying to get back to a place yeah. of happiness, trying to yeah. recapture something. Because we said we would, because we took an oath that said that we're going to be married to this person forever. John Marie touched on it, Amy, when she said, then this whole thing about what you should do comes in, right? So like in my case, and guys, like this was really funny. Recently, I have a really large family and they were saying, okay, now that the pandemic has quieted down, are we going to get together for our reunion? And my brother inside of our family Facebook group posted, yeah, we could get together at Carrie's next wedding. 
So <laughs> I'm like, yeah. really, bro? Okay. <laughs> but, but there's something to it. You know, it's like I grew up in a very religious home and it's like, okay, well, you get married because you're going to have sex. That's the only way you're going to have sex. So, you know, I get married and then he found out he didn't really like girls all that much. And then the second one, it was really more like what you ladies are talking about. It's like, okay, we should do this and then we should stay together. I remember calling my mother saying, mom, who wrote these vows? Like, you know, I'm looking at this and it's like, really, somebody has to die to get out of this contract. And I'm praying every day. It's me. So it starts out fun. And I think because of the fun, we don't really look at the fine print sometimes. And it takes us further than we wanted to go, not just marriage, but anything and keeps us longer than we intended to stay. And it really is a matter of why are we doing it? What's the point? And should we keep doing it? I think that's the question. I agree with Carrie, but at, at the same point in time, I also have to recognize the fact that I'm not 60, 70, or 80. I haven't been married to somebody for 50 years, right? And is that the point? Is the point of it, of staying in a relationship through the good, bad, and all of the ugliness to actually really get to experience what it is to spend your whole life with somebody. And you're not ever going to know if you're always getting out of a relationship because you're not happy. So I think some people, and that's how I grew up in my family is, is yeah, you do stay together forever. I mean, as long as they're not like beating on you, like Ike and Tina, right? Okay. (laughs) But those are the views. Right. You know, I mean, that's really cultural, right? And then Mm -hmm. eventually when you're all swung out and you're too old, now you get to celebrate like, yeah, times were tough and we (laughs) stayed together 75 years, right? Yeah. Isn't the point, talking about the point, isn't it to be happy? But then all this cultural thing is like, no, the point is that you made this commitment and you stay that way. And so our happiness gets put on the sideways and we're made to feel guilty that, oh, you're so selfish because you want to be happy. Happy was never the point. Really? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's not in the fine print. (laughs) It's right. It's not even in the vows. It's like for better or for worse. (laughs) How bad can it get? But what about when we were kids, when we were younger, Mm -hmm. Look, when I was four, five, six, I only played a game if it was fun. I didn't necessarily, I mean, one game I didn't play particularly well was Monopoly. That never ended up being fun. But there were other games that were fun in the playground with the kids. You didn't play because you had to. But if I look at it now at this age or in my mid-50s, a lot of times I automatically become, like even in our podcast series, It's like every week, yeah, we should get together. We should, it should be a certain way. We want to make sure that no matter what we're doing, we're creating something that we want to do, that it was fun or it was what we were committed to. Because what is the point is like, first of all, where do we want to go with this? So it's good you said this, but the reason why that I came agreed to be a part of the podcast and why I show up every week is because I am having fun. Right. I knew I would have fun. Audience, Jean-Marie 
you will not stop laughing. Amy, funny. I mean, it's just fun. Catalina is certain to do something that I'm going to fall over and laugh at at any given moment. So it's funny that we created this, we put this together, and fun was always the target. It was later that we started saying, okay, now we got some rules, we got agreements, things like that, which is the opposite of everywhere else in my life that I've ever moved into. It was the point of something, the right thing to do, or the expected thing to do and fun just wasn't a part of the conversation. Right. So I get all of that. Like for me, I know that, and I'm sure the three of you have the exact same thing in your life is people. Well, we'll stay about that. (laughs) They're always amazed by my life or my attitude towards life or my attitude towards people. Like somebody can just shit all over me. Mm Mm-hmm. And rather than getting nasty and ugly about it or anything else, I can find some way to connect with them, to just be with them, to just take whatever it is. And the people around me, they're like, how do you do that? How are you so amazed? So for me, the point of coming to the podcast every week is maybe somebody will learn one of the tricks that I've learned or use one of the tools that I've learned somewhere in my life on how to deal with people in situations and not just react to what automatically shows up. I mean, it's kind of like being in Bikram yoga or hot yoga. You go in there and you sweat and you die and you could spend an hour in there sweating and dying, but it's all inside your head. I mean, every bit of it, or you can spend an hour in there, like just really learning how to breathe through the heat And the awfulness of the moment and then finding a place of peace and all of a sudden life is just wonderful. It'd be great if somebody just walked away from this podcast, just learning one thing from each of us on how to make life, create life. What was the point in doing that? Right. Why would I do that? Why would I be in there sweating and finding peace? What's the point? What difference does it make? My daughter, she might be listening to this one, who knows, but she has a place in Seattle. And when my husband and I went over to visit, I thought she should have the place clean. You know, like that's what you wish for your kids when they turn yes, into adults. You exactly. I yeah. wished her to make the bed and I hope that she gets plenty of sleep and she goes to bed on time and she gets to work on time and she's studying the right subject. I really do think. And then today I get a text and she says, I'm going golfing. I love skiing and I'm so happy. And I went, what have I become? Like thinking that she should have her house clean. How many of us really is, I mean, I'm going to be a little sexist as women, think that we should have our house clean and we bought our first house and then we got into these so-called rules of how our house should be rather than really having fun in every single room. By the way, for our listeners, yes, Kerry might automatically think what we would do in every single room, but I'm talking about what's the point of having particular furniture in every room, like actually really being reconnected to why we have a house in the first place. It isn't, folks, to keep the house clean so that we look good. It blew my mind when I went, oh, my gosh, she's happy. 
I'd forgotten that was all I want for my kids is to be happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, have fun. Isn't that funny? The word fun has been coming up for me like all the time lately. So something's telling me, Catalina, you need to have more fun. But I thought about my home. I like to keep it clean. It makes me happy. I remember sitting in the dark when everybody's asleep, just sitting there in my home and just being so grateful for my home and being at peace in my home. That's the point for me yeah, of yeah. having a home. Yeah. yeah. And, and I not, like it clean. It's all clean. I'm a little finicky about that. <laughs> Mine is a come back to. I can't watch a movie. Like if I sit down and I'm looking and stuff is, it's like, what's happening in that corner right there? So I like vacuum first and yeah, I'm like that because yeah. it just takes things out of the way and I enjoy it more. Yes, right? definitely. I, yeah. I need the clutter gone or too much clutter in my head. I, I just realized my mother used to do that. <laughs> yeah. But now what's the point? What would be the point right. of cluttering? What is the point of Amy? You saying coming back to what? Do yeah. You like the point for me, like it, the home is a place to come back to. Yeah. Like, it's just it. Like go adventure and then come back. So do you, Amy, like before you leave, make sure everything is in place. Cause I do that. So you clean and make sure everything is great before you leave. Now right? I call people for that when I leave. <laughs> okay. Well, that's my deep clean. In a perfect world. Yes. I leave my house. Perfect. In my world. Mm, no, we're usually calling somebody saying, Hey, can you change the sheets and do the dishes right. and clean the house? And then I go home to a clean house. But I mean, I don't live in this great big mansion. This is what's really funny is you would think that I would have this giant house. Actually, I don't. I don't want a very big house. I want something small. I want it manageable because I want to be able to go and enjoy my life. Yeah. To come and go and pay somebody to come back and clean it. I want that for me is the point of having a smaller home. Well, what is the point? The point for me of having a small home is I have excess money to go travel. I have excess money to have the home taken care of the way I want, rather than having a giant home that. Right. But the home itself is your going back to your sanctuary when you can come and after your travels and just kind of conquer. I'm going to interrupt here because I want to make sure our listeners now, first of all, we got to pay for whatever it is that where the roof we live in and the fridge, whatever's in the fridge. So I'm going to make that transition now to the careers that have us pay for where we live or wherever we mostly occupy ourselves in or whatever abode. But now let's look at what's the point of our careers. I would say all of us here on this call, particularly in this conversation, are probably entrepreneurial, but we have some listeners who have a job, they go to a job each day. Do you remember or what's the point of this job? Some of us have had jobs and also forgotten what's the point of that particular job. Or maybe there is a point right now that we're making in this conversation where we talk about everything and nothing. So mm-hmm. can I make that transition for our listeners yes. about Absolutely. the Because I tell people, it's like, it was to provide for my family. That's why I had the job. That was a consistent something I could have consistent no matter where I moved. And then once it stopped being fun, 
yeah, because I, I really enjoyed it. But then it got to a point where I'm not having fun anymore. So the point wasn't there anymore. Yeah. So how do we transition? How do we suddenly remember that why we're doing this job because we wanted something and now that's something we no longer have or we don't need to do that? How do we make that transition? Some of us get laid off. usually wakes us up. You get laid off? That's, <laughs> that's, that's what happens. <laughs> and then like Amy said, it, it something happened that just pivoted me. Like For me, else. the priority changed. I mean, I got hired in my senior year of undergrad, right? Went to work for a Fortune 500 company and everything, the whole playbook was rolling out. I was going to be on the cover of Black Enterprise. And this, I have my polls ready, right? I knew that was going to be it. 10 years later, working in that company, my priorities changed. What made me happy changed. And I wanted to be at home with my sons. I had three of them at that point. So that's what shifted for me. And I still ended up on the cover of a magazine and what, not even what trying. Magazine was that Dr. Carey? So it's Black Essence. It's a Detroit publication. And I ended up on the cover of it. And what was your pose? I'm a badass. And I was practicing that as a teenager, right? But I wasn't even trying at that point. And ended up on the cover because of the franchise I owned at the time, right? That's what I took up. Like Jean-Marie said, we're entrepreneurial. So it's interesting. Once I relaxed and let that go and just started focusing on other things and having fun, because I was intense in the workforce. It was ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, As an entrepreneur, too, for those entrepreneurs who are listening, is there's also recreating that point every single day. It's not necessarily a big expansive, like, oh, okay, several years have gone by and that's still the point. Like I do have to remember what's the point of why we do whatever we do. And this isn't everything. Like I happen to like playing golf and sometimes I forget what I love about playing golf because I think it's about winning Mm -hmm. or it's about at least not looking stupid by, you know, wherever the ball went. And then that's you, me at yoga. That's me at motherhood. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. Well, you're, you're still got young too. Sometimes I forget why. what's the point of being a mom when they don't listen to you, right? Right. Yeah, and then they exactly. make you look stupid. And you're like, what was the point of this? You know, why did what was I the point of being a mom again? Yeah. yeah. Only if you're going to turn out just like me and your dad. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody ever shocked by that? Oh my gosh, you're just like that. Uh, <laughs> that's your worst nightmare with your sibling, especially when you, like Dr. Carey and you and I come from, a, I come from family of seven. You come from a family of how many? Nine. Oh, nine. And you're sitting at- Oh, the- I got eight. What the what? heck? Well, seven, eight, what are you talking about? Amy's you like, I'm the only child. Dr. <laughs> 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 and I were having a conversation. <laughs> Where do you line up, Catalina? I'm right in the middle with my twin sister. You're a twin. Oh, oh but the twin is older, though. So you older. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. For your listeners, Amy, how many are in your sibling family? Ooh, well, three, five. I don't really know. Four. Like, 
Well, is it because you have step and you have, you know, that? Yes. So I was raised with two brothers. So there would have been three of us. One's a stepbrother, one's a half brother. Okay. Oh, gotcha. A stepbrother okay. is three weeks older than me. We've known each other since we were born. So we were raised as twins, which is kind of oh. weird when you don't have a twin, but you were raised as twins. And then I have another brother, another half brother from the other side of the family, and then a couple adopted brothers. And Needless to say, I am the only girl and I actually am the only child of my biological parents. So in a weird way, I am an only child. Yeah. So let's just say that there's six of you and then (laughs) Jean-Marie's seven, I'm eight, and Dr. Carrie Skirtless nine. nine. And I'm the oldest. Well, my point being the worst nightmare is one of your siblings said you're just like your mother or you're just Mm. like your father. It's like that was not a career option. But really, what do we want to leave our listeners with? I mean, we certainly want them to engage in something when you leave this conversation. Where we talk about everything and nothing. Exactly. And it's really, we want you, the listeners, to be looking at what is it that you're creating in your life? So you actually asked this question and I started to answer it from a different point of view. And you asked the question of around career. And our listeners that have like just everyday hourly jobs that they go, they do them. What's the point? I actually had this conversation with my son, uh, who's 20, a couple of weeks back, and he's not going to college. He's not really doing anything other than working at this fishing supply store, making $18 an hour. And he considered changing jobs to go work for another fishing supply store because he got to make a few dollars more. And I said, well, but what's the point? Hmm. Where is it going? What career path could you take from this? Does it at least get you into another realm of people to talk to, like somebody new? And what he really got was there wasn't one. It was a dead-end job that they hooked a high school kid on overpaying them and they got him to stay for too long. And I really got him to see there was no point to his job. And he was like, what do I do? And I said, well, you have got to figure out how you can have the hours and what it is that you want to do. And it's going to take money. And can you do that with $18 an hour? What you want to do, can you fish professionally for $18 an hour? And he's like, No. And I go, you can't even pay your cell phone bill. Amy, I'm going to interrupt because we have a couple of minutes. Okay. So I'm going to interrupt because I want to make sure we leave listeners with this. There is a phenomena that we loved something when we were younger and then we stayed in something because it paid us. It paid us. And that's exactly what I got him to see at the age of 20 was that's where he was headed. That's the point right there. Yes. Stay in something because it pays or it's safe. And uh, Kathleen and Dr. Carey, do you want to add something in these last two minutes? Yeah, you know, I I do. Because when you ask the question, what do we want to leave the audience with? My initial thought was represents yourself to why you're doing everything that you're Mm -hmm. doing and look and see if you're selling off your life and accepting a bribe called a paycheck and your heart's no longer in it, or a relationship that no longer really validates who you are and what you want in life. 
And I'm not saying you throw everything out, but maybe sometimes you can rekindle flames in everything that you do. I actually have that as a practice of mine. So I encourage you to take that on. That's yeah, great. And that pretty much I, I covers can't. everything I was thinking of saying too. But, you know, ask yourself, am I having fun? And we could also complete the, the podcast series today is ask yourself, what is the point? To have fun. So thank you for being with us, our listeners. And my name is Jean-Marie Ayers. I'm Dr. Carrie Skirdla. I'm Catalina Bonds. And I'm Amy Sullivan-Ryan. And we'll see you next week.